Hello, and welcome to Horrific Tales. In this show, we like to celebrate the creations of independent authors and aspiring writers. Please like, subscribe, and share these episodes to help get our friends as much exposure as possible. We would also appreciate it if you could support our friends by following them on their independent platforms and by purchasing their works. Details on how to do so will be in the show notes. Today's episode is brought to us by the one and only Colin Martin. Please join us as we present to you The Return of Lebraxel came to abruptly, water spewing from his mouth as he coughed and retched. As his vision began to clear, he recognized the chamber from whence he was first sent on his mission. He sat up from the bed and took in his surroundings. Memories started to come flooding back as he gazed upon the carvings on the wall. Each depiction showed each stage in the journey of the familiar. He recalled these teachings as he stepped towards the first image. It read, Connection. The inscription began to shimmer like black polished glass. The image of a black kitten formed before him. It was being handed to a little girl. Ah, yes, Emily, his ward. He remembered the uncomfortable itch and feeling of helplessness as his essence fused with the feline. He had known from his training that he couldn't just take over. It had to be a partnership. Animals were the best conduit for magic and a familiar had to be granted permission before being able to join with one. Lebraxel recalled his encounter with the young entity, making the offer of elongated life and expanded consciousness. The negotiations went on for a number of hours before the kitten agreed to merge with the familiar spirit. While the process had been difficult at first, as each day then week went, the two became one. Even now in this chamber, he knew that he was no longer the same single being that first set out on this journey. The familiar and the cat were now a single, fused soul with shared experiences. In essence, a new life form had returned to this chamber. The smoke solidified and retook the shape of the original carving. He moved on to the next image. The word bonding was emblazoned above the image which had already started to melt away and replay the scenes of his life. He saw himself as a kitten practically helpless and having to be fed and looked after. These things he could easily have done himself, but he knew that he had to give the feline, he now recognized as his animal self, the chance to grow and develop. This was a fundamental aspect of his training, which was not to overshadow or dominate, but instead to nurture and guide. During that initial year, he felt the bond between himself and the kitten as they grew and merged into one. They also felt the ties begin to form between themselves and the young witch, as she cared for, trained, and played with them. He could feel the connections grow. After some time, there were no longer three life forces interacting, but two. The Braxel had now evolved into a new entity. He felt more alive now than ever before. His animal essence strengthened his connection to the earth and the magic within it. Smoke appeared and solidified as darkness formed and Lebraxel once again found himself returned to the chamber. A smile formed as he mulled over the memories he had just been immersed in. The next portal, Awakening, had already begun to clear as he walked towards it. Now that familiarity had returned, the process was getting faster. Emily was sitting cross-legged in front of a candle. 
She was in her early teens now and trying to concentrate. Lebraxel knew from his studies that this was a crucial time in a witch's development. To just fully open the floodgates to magic would be overwhelming and counterproductive. However, to block a witch from or deny magic to them would lead to resentment and frustration. Apart from companionship, guidance was the most important function of a familiar. He had watched as over time she grew in power, embracing magic as a part of her instead of just as a tool to be used. Various memories played out as he watched his ward become a more proficient practitioner of the craft, each year bringing her more mastery and confidence. The image faded of the now beautiful young woman, and Lebraxel once again returned to the chamber. The familiar mulled over what he had seen so far. His heart swelled with love and pride as he thought about Emily. Her growth and journey into power had seemed effortless. He was happy to have played a role in this. He knew that the next one was going to be difficult and painful. Lebraxel stilled himself as he stood in front of Loss. Tears were already starting to form in his eyes as the image of Emily appeared. She was kneeling and cradling the deceased form of Lebraxel's feline body in her arms. Emily's eyes were streaming and red with immense pain evident in her face. The familiar felt pangs in his heart and knots began to twist in his stomach as the scene was unfolded. His grief and sadness began to shift to anger. That wasn't right. His place was at his witch's side, not standing here watching her fall apart from a broken heart. He remembered that these portals could let him through into her world. He had used one like this to join her in the first instance. The details were blurry and incomplete, but he knew it could be done. Lebraxel began to concentrate, using the will of his mind to transform the window in front of him into a door. As the smoke began to swirl and lighten into a luminescent fog, he prepared to step through. He felt a hand placing itself gently, but firmly, onto his shoulder. The action caused him to pause. That is not the way, young one, a voice said. You will end up doing more harm than good if you try this right now. Patience is the key. We have just reached a pivotal point. Mother! Lebraxel exclaimed. How is this the proper thing to do? My witch is hurting. I am hurting. We are joined, and my place is by her side. His mother fully materialized, and pulled her son towards her into a loving embrace. Yes, my dear child, your purpose is to be your witch's companion, her confidant, and her conduit to the wonders of magic. You are also there to help her grow. Unfortunately, pain and loss are just as important as love and companionship. They are powerful catalysts. How can someone value what they have if they don't understand that at any moment it can be taken away? Lebraxel looked at his mother, a slight yearning in his face. What do I do now? He pleaded. This is the next and most crucial part of your training, his mother replied. You both must stand alone for a time to grow and learn to be individuals. When you come back together again, you will both be stronger for it. Lebraxel looked hopeful. I get to return again? He asked. Of course, my son. You will repeat this process a number of times during your witch's life. It is part of the cycle of growth. Now you are ready to enter into the next phase of your training. While learning yourself, you will also be tasked with observing your witch. When the time is right, you will return 
and take your place by her side once again. Labraxel pondered over what his mother said. There was something, though, that wasn't fitting together for him. Why then does this feel so wrong? My mind has cleared now. The transition had left me feeling a little foggy. Yet, I still can't shake the feeling that this wasn't meant to be. That the time wasn't right. His mother had a look of concern on her face. Do you remember how you died? She asked. No, Labraxel replied. He took a moment to try and gather his thoughts. Maybe his manner of expiring held a clue as to why he felt so disjointed at this present time. He remembered being taught that as part of his existence as a familiar, each transition would leave an amount of disorientation which wouldn't last for very long. He thought back to his final days. He remembered life had carried on as normal. Emily had begun helping out some of the village folk, making remedies and tinctures for the local herbs and flora of the area. Most recently, she had upset one of the blacksmith's daughters as the mayor's son had asked Emily to the summer festival instead of her. Over the coming weeks, she would come to Emily's cottage and accuse her of putting a hex on the young man or using a love potion to get her way. Daniel was a man of good looks and influence in not just the village, but the surrounding borough. He would attend meetings on his father's behalf to discuss trading goods between the local villages and help manage the transport network that delivered produce to the castle for the daily market, an enterprise that helped make everyone's life comfortable in the area. The witch's familiar had felt the tension begin to rise as Emily had refused to step aside for her. On one occasion, he had to snarl and hiss at the girl when she came around to throw rocks at the cottage when Emily was attending her rounds. Labraxel took it upon himself to patrol the cottage garden and surrounding areas which led to the narrow brook which ran behind the property. The memory came flooding back to him now as his last moments played out in his mind. He remembered being distracted by a noise, thin darkness and claustrophobia as he was gathered up in a type of sackcloth. Then he felt the cold and wet as he was immersed in water finding it impossible to escape or breathe. Then everything faded to black. I was killed he said in a matter-of-fact tone. The realization of what had just happened then hit him like a brick. Mother, how much time has passed since I arrived here? He understood now why his passing had caused him so much distress. This wasn't the normal passing of a familiar's lifespan. Yes, the bodies that they merged with lasted years longer than a normal cat, for instance, but they weren't immortal. The usual course of events would be for him to return here and continue learning until his witch was ready to take on a new companion. That would provide him the opportunity once again to return and be with his witch. Both would be older, wiser, and even more connected to magic than the previous incarnations. This process had been interrupted, violently. Not long. You know that time passes differently between our realms. Still. It has only been a couple of days since your earthly form passed. I need to see Emily now. It's urgent, Labraxel said. His mother led him to another portal. This was meant to be the next part of your training and journey, she said. While tragic and heart-wrenching, loss is an essential part of growing. You were meant to spend some time here and study before you attempted to look through this. However, I can see the matter is urgent. Events have been taking turns for the worst in recent times. The final portal read, Return. Labraxel stood before it and concentrated on the moment of his death and the first image that came to him when he arrived in this chamber. Once again, smoke began to form as the portal revealed a glimpse into the mortal world. 
He saw Emily knelt by the brook, holding the still form of his feline body. He had indeed been drowned. The familiar willed time to move along at a swifter pace. He saw his witch burying his body just as a group from the village approached her. They began throwing rocks and calling her witch and devil. Labraxel felt a burning rage build up inside him. The very same people that she had been helping had now turned on her. The malice and spite wasn't hidden anymore. It was on display for all to see, the ugliness of humanity laid bare. Is there nothing I can do? Labraxel asked, a growl and a feral hiss manifesting itself in his voice. His mother placed her hand on his shoulder. This is one of the most difficult lessons that you have to learn, she said. There are forces that despise what we are and want nothing more than to see us wiped out. Their actions have intensified as of late. I'm afraid that we have lost too many witches, yet we are still bound by the rules of magic. Without the conduit of a living animal spirit, you cannot cross into the earthly realm unless your witch calls you directly. Emily was being taken now to the town court where she was tried for witchcraft. Many of the village girls came forward with tales of cavorting naked in the woods and attempts to lead them astray from the light. The final witness was Joan, the blacksmith's daughter. She gave account of Emily placing a hex on Daniel, making him enthralled by her. His testimony, of course, couldn't be given as he wasn't of sound mind and under the spell of a succubus. He had been recently sent to stay with a relative in a far-off town to aid in his recovery. The guilty verdict was unanimous and Emily was led away to the cells. Calm your mind and remember your teachings. Labraxel's mother's voice was firm yet soothing. The familiar took a deep steady breath and reached out with his mind. Emily, he called out, hear me. He focused himself and continued his call. Emily, hear me, call to me. The night continued with Labraxel focusing on the image of Emily lying on the pallet of her cell. She was sobbing in fits and starts. The suddenness of events had overwhelmed her initially, and she was finding it difficult to comprehend how people that she grew up with and lived among peacefully could turn on her with such vehemence. As dawn approached, she began to accept her situation, and instead of feeling despair, she instead began to reach out with her power. Emily sat upon the edge of her pallet and concentrated. In a moment of surety, she decided that she wasn't going to be a victim. Even if this was her last day on earth, she would leave with her head held high. These people had spent years coming to her, asking for her help and guidance. Even though she had barely reached 20 years of age, she had been considered wise by her peers and elders. It was only a matter of time before someone's jealousy would surface. There weren't candles or any form of luxury in her cell. It didn't matter. While having accessories to ritualize was helpful, they weren't necessary to perform magical acts. Hear me! The voice came as a whisper in her mind. Midnight? Emily asked cautiously. Midnight? Why did they kill you? Her voice cracked slightly as she voiced the words. You know my true name. Call it and I will come. Tears formed in Emily's eyes again as she thought about her companion. He had been more than just a pet to her. She couldn't find the words to describe it. But from the very first days, there had been a deep connection between them. It had grown and evolved over the years, and Emily wouldn't have wanted it any other way. 
Finding him the way that she did had practically ripped her heart out. She wondered if it was the combination of grief and despair that was making her hear that voice. A deep intuition told her that it wasn't and something else was at play. His real name? She pondered over this as the sun began to rise and she knew that her time on this earth was coming to an end. They came for her just before noon. She was bound and placed onto a cart which was paraded around the town. Stones and rotten fruit and vegetables were thrown at her. It was more humiliating than painful. Emily had even become numb to this by the time they had reached the main square. While part of her was fuming with rage at the injustice of her predicament, another had resigned itself to the fact that this was completely out of her control and just wanted it to be over. Braxton could sense that this side of her was winning out and screamed harder into the portal. Emily, hear me. I am your familiar and you are my witch. His own anger had risen to an elevated level now and he could no longer keep it out of his voice. These filth don't deserve you. They never have. Don't let them kill you. Call to me now. Emily felt a shudder as her familiar's rage flowed through her, reigniting her own. She was disgusted by these people who spent their lives cowering in fear from what they did not know. They were always looking for the boogeyman in the shadows, the creature in the night. These pitiful excuses for people needed an enemy to rally against, and for this moment it was her. Afterwards, they would be on the hunt again for someone else. She reached out with her powers, finding the connection that she felt between herself and her familiar. Her body slumped in the wagon as she left it. Her spirit soared into the sky until she saw the portal, saw the chamber, and saw her companion. Both looked at each other with a mixture of love and awe. Labraxel reached out and took her hands in his. Emily, you can't stay here. If they destroy your body on earth, you'll be pulled away into nothingness. The witch blinked in confusion. It was only when she looked down that she realized that her body was in a corporeal state. What, what do, do I do? do? They're, They're going, going to burn, burn me. me. I hate that. Her familiar nodded in agreement. As do I. But unfortunately, there are rules. You must call me again to Earth. Unless you do, I am stuck here and helpless. All you need to do is call out my true name. I don't, I don't know, I don't know what, what it is, Emily wailed. You've always been midnight to me, my faithful companion. Labraxel shook his head. Yes, you do know. You also know that we have had many conversations during your journey into magic. All you need to do is remember, but do so before it is too late. Call me and I will come. Emily felt a pressure as she pulled away from the chamber. She rushed through the portal, falling swiftly until she landed back into her body. Two of the villagers were carrying her up to the pyre that had been built. She groaned slightly, trying to clear the fog in her head as they bound her to the post in the center. This is your last chance. Confess. Confess to Almighty God and your soul will be saved. The Inquisitor was speaking to her. Despite her pain and lack of sleep, she managed to laugh at him. Confess? Who to? A sniffling creature like you? What do I have to confess? Helping those too stupid and ignorant to help themselves? Her rage was taking over now. She also felt something stirring within her. No, that wasn't correct. Something was joining with her. Another anger, more powerful and born out of anguish and a fear of loss was with her. This anger was familiar to her. 
She'd only felt it a handful of times, only when there was ill will directed towards her. Most recently, she had the confrontation with Joan when midnight hissed. No, not midnight. So be it then, the Inquisitor exclaimed. You've chosen to stray away from the light. Maybe the purifying flames will serve to guide you from darkness. Emily was verging on hysteria now, fueled by her familiar's rage. She began to cackle, a hearty witch's laugh as depicted in fairy tales told to children. Light? If this is your idea of what is good, and just then I spit in the face of your god, I am a witch, and I walk hand in hand with magic, proudly and without shame. Emily felt a swell of pride surge from her familiar. They were so close in this moment that it was tangible. You cry and screech for the devil, then that is what I will give you. Labraxel, come for me! A smile immediately formed on Labraxel's face as the words rang out. He began to feel a strange tingling sensation as his canines began to elongate into fangs. His fur started to harden and form chitinous scales over his body. His nails began to lengthen, forming razor-sharp claws. The familiar stretched out his arms and let out a roar. He felt an elation mixing in with his anger now. Frustration falling away like chaff in the wind as his restrictions were removed. All by a simple word, his true name. They cried for the devil, now they shall have him, he roared triumphantly. Yes, son, they did, his mother said adoringly. Now go save your witch. Gleefully, and not without a level of malice, Labraxel stepped through the portal. Well, we hope you enjoyed our latest horrific tale. If you'd like to keep up to date, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube page. Also, follow us on our social media pages. You can also show your support for the channel by going to our merchandise store, picking up some items there. Please also take a moment to support our contributing friends who kindly lend their talents to this show. Check out the links in the description as to how you can do this. Until next time, keep it creepy, keep it horrific.